Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning. This is Ursula Odom, your host for NABWIC Talks, and today we have a special treat for you twofold. First, we're going to bring somebody into the forefront that is been, that has been working in the background, and you'll get to hear her. Um, her name is Jada Williams, and so we're so, so excited about bringing her to you. But before that, um, I am also a... a a ongoing host, and I'm CEO of Sula2, and we make all new and everything we do in that we capture and preserve legacy information and bring it to you. And that's what this show is about. NABWIC members, people that are associated with NABWIC that can bring to you information that will better your lives in one way or another, even if it's just to give you something to think about. And or, or it may be something that you can take action on. And in this way, regardless of what you do in NABWIC or supporting organizations around NABWIC or customers or members, knowing how to manage money is key. So to get started, I would like you to hear from Jada. Good morning, Jada. Would you introduce yourself to our audience? Good morning, everyone, and good morning, Ursula. Thank you so much for having me um, on this morning with you. Um, Yeah, so my name is Jada Williams, and I am from Miami, Florida, um, and I am a member of NAPWIC. I am the Blog Talk um, Chair with NAPWIC, helping working with the program and the in the studio with Miss Ursula and Jackie Perry, and it's such a pleasure being a part of the team with these ladies. Um, for myself, I am also an entrepreneur. I am an insurance agent um, working in the financial services, so that allows me um, to better um, provide services to my business consultants as far as housing, the insurance um, and tax planning part. Um, being licensed under that um, department there. And I, I um, just enjoy being a member of NAPWIC and um, thought that this would be a great show this morning um, during this COVID-19 pandemic while everyone is at home um, researching, making themselves better, their friends, their families, their loved ones, um, just more education. So I we got this great idea to treat our members which, uh, with a powerful show from, you know, of course, the master builder, Ann McNeil, speaking with Ioni McNeil about her journey becoming um, um, a billionaire um, through her investing career and actually teaching and educating um, her peers and adults at a very young age on how to make a difference um, in their finances. So I, I thought that this was a very beneficial piece um, for all of us right now. And I know you're right. So let's <laughs> not delay any longer. And I'm so glad to have you as a part of the team, and you're doing a wonderful job. Thank you very much. And without further delay, we are going to share with you 
Ann McNeil and Ione McNeil, Baby Billionaire. Hi, my name is Ann McNeil, and I am the Master Builder, helping to build stronger and better lives, and I want to welcome all of you to our special show entitled Hashtag My Investing Story. As a volunteer with Better Investing, I'm very excited every week to share stories of many of our friends and co-volunteers from Better Investing to talk about their investing story. And Better Investing is a not-for-profit organization. Let me just share with you what we're not, all right, because we have a very special guest today, and she's going to share with you her investing story, which is the large part of that story is related to this phenomenal organization called Better Investing, which is an organization of volunteers. And uh, personally, I'm, I'm a volunteer with the organization and have been so, gosh, oh my, for over 20 years. And um, Better Investing was established in 1951, and uh, it's a 501c3 not-for-profit organization that has helped over 5 million people learn how to invest profitably in stocks of high-quality growth companies. We support investment clubs and individuals through our education, online stock selection, and the analysis tools and publications. And you can go to betinvesting.org to learn more about the organization. Just a little bit about what we're not, just so that if you're listening to this show for the very first time, second or third, please know that we are not day traders. We are not professional investment advisors or stockbrokers, or bond traders. We don't deal in penny stocks. We don't teach buying on margin or using other people's money. We don't teach technical analysis or charting. Group of volunteers with the official organization's name is the National Association of Investors Corporation, better known as NAIC. And today, it really gives me great honor. I've interviewed a number of people on the show. Today is a little different because today I have the privilege of interviewing the baby billionaire about her investing story. She has been featured in magazines such as Black Enterprise, Seventeen, Better Investing, and Iona McNeil is better known by many as she's traveled teaching youth and families how to analyze stocks and how to invest. Uh, as the baby billionaire, uh, she has uh, started investing at the age of seven. I could go on and on and on about her bio. Uh, currently, um, she is, is, is just a phenomenal person, volunteering still with that investing. And what I'd like to do right now is to make sure all of you know that if you'd like to participate in this conversation, please press 1 on your dial. But I'd prefer to have Ioni come on. Let's introduce her, have her share her story, and then I'm going to ask her some questions, and uh, we're going to open the lines up to our listeners after we hear from uh, Ioni McNeil. Good afternoon, Ioni. How are you today? Good afternoon. Good evening. I'm well. How are you? Awesome, awesome, awesome. You know, that's my automatic response to everybody, but especially today, because I am just as excited, maybe even more so, like everybody else. We have a lot of people calling in, and we're all excited to hear your story. You know, it's one thing to let have everybody else talk about you and talk about your story mm-hmm. and share your story, and that's one of the reasons why we started doing this show, because with these phenomenal economic times. It's a phenomenal time to to learn about investing and to actually uh, to actually invest. So how about you share with us how did you get here? How did you start on this journey? If you would share a little about your your investing story. Sure. Uh, as you already mentioned, I'm a um actually a, a lifetime member of Better Investing. 
Um, they don't even offer lifetime memberships anymore. But when I was in elementary or middle school, I, I recognized um, the power of Better Investing, also known as um, NEIC, National Association of Investors Corporation. And um, it was it was a group that I had never experienced before, but even at the early age, I recognized the potential in being associated with Better Investing. Um, I learned a lot. I'm still learning a lot um, from the classes that they host, uh, the speakers, the volunteers. Um, and, yeah, I would definitely say my mother – um, at the time when I was five, six, seven, was going through a financial crisis in her own life. And because she is the open, giving, and, um, and learning individual that she is, she actually took me along on her journey. One of the things that I, I actually love most about my mother is that even as my mother, she never – put on airs that she had it all together. And that allowed me to learn alongside with her. Um, she didn't know investing in order to teach it to me, but while she was learning about investing and learning about um, financial empowerment, financial independence, I was right there alongside with her. I learned with her. And um Basically, I did what a lot of us do when we're young. When we're growing up, we see different people that we admire, sometimes may even despise, and we make life decisions based on that. Um, so my mother um, was and still is a, a, a well-known entrepreneur, and one of the decisions that I made by being around her and other well-known, growing, affluent, actually, black entrepreneurs was that I didn't want to work that hard. Um, I know entrepreneurs that put in 60 to 80 hours a week and still um, are willing to forfeit depositing their own paycheck so that they can make sure that they um, make payroll for their staff and their employees, as we can see in this current crisis, and especially how it's affecting small businesses. Um, so I was already a entrepreneurial group um, where you are learned to take your life and your career in your own hand, build a business, and make it work for you. That's kind of a lot of people's um, vision of, of financial success. But once I got exposed to better investing and I, and I got to meet people that had regular jobs as teachers, post office workers, engineers, um, not even needing to either go to college or have a graduate degree or postgraduate degree, and they were able to retire at 50 because they were um, members of, of an investment club. They had been learning how to invest. They had been learning what is a stock, what is a share of stock, how can we make our money work for us, not the other way around, which we all usually learn. Um, how to do, which is work really hard for the, the little bit or a lot of bit of money we make. Um, so that's how I got started. And one of the things that I um, want submitted to put up on the website is the time value of money chart. And if you, you don't have access to, 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 to the website now, you can actually just Google time value of money the automatic millionaire all in, you know, um, that search box. And if you that in time value of money, the automatic millionaire, and click on images, the very first image that you'll see, which is a comparison of three different people and how they started investing at different ages in their life and how much they put in and how much they ended up with when they retired at 65, that one image literally changed my life. And as soon as I saw it, actually I was in a class at church, um, Better Investing um, at the time was coming to New Birth Church where we attended in Miami and was teaching the investing classes there. And I remember the room I was sitting in. I remember seeing the presentation. And when I saw that graph, 
I was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely how, doing that. How old were you? How old were you? Do you the, remember when you saw that graph? At the time when I saw the graph, I may have been 12 or 13 years old. I think 12. Yep. Yep. So that graph in and of itself helped me to see the advantage that I had at the time, and I still have it. A lot of us still have it. We don't. We may not know we have it, but that advantage is time. Um, I think that for a lot of ventures that we want to go after in life, sometimes we can write ourselves off prematurely because we may say, oh, I don't have enough experience. Oh, I don't have enough knowledge. Oh, I don't have enough money. That's usually the very first one we say. But when, when you're talking about investing, you actually don't have to have any of those things. And as you'll see when you look up that graph, or I should say that chart, you'll realize that you are actually penalized for waiting because by waiting to make a decision to invest in your future, it's going to cost you more. Because you can't get time back, if you start earlier, you actually can start with less and end up with more. So that was the basically the gist of what I learned and gathered in that moment of that presentation. I'm seeing that graph. And, again, being a part of Better Investing and being around its members, when I was really young, a lot of people, strangers, I didn't know them, but they were very um, excited about me being there. They're, they were very caring and nurturing, and they would just walk up to me and say, man, if I had only started when I was your age. People I did not know every single time I would show up to class. Because at the time, I mean, the, most of the people that are members of Better Investing are retired. Um, if they're not retired, they're nearing retirement. Um, it's not a lot of kids. It's not a lot of teenagers. It's not a lot of young adults. Um, so by far at that time, I was easily the youngest in the room by 50 years. 40 years, um, and that type of encouragement, you know, you, I think, you know, when we all grow up, we, we glean from the wisdom of others, and I may not have known everything, but I knew that if these people that already had it were coming up to me saying, if I had only started when I was your age, I mean, I, I felt like I would be a fool if I didn't get started somewhere. And that's what I did. At the time, um, it was called NAIC, and in their magazines they had um, a one-pager where you could – they had a lot – actually, a one-page page in the magazine that listed a lot of different companies that partnered with Better Investing to make investing affordable and accessible to everyday people, meaning you could purchase your first share of stock through that consortium, uh, I bought CVS that way. I bought Home Depot that way. Um, I bought um, Wendy's, Tim Hortons, um, Limited Brands. I bought a lot of my very first shares of stock through that system. And, I mean, at the time, they were maybe $20, $25 a share, no more than $50 a share. And I was using, you know, my birthday money, my Christmas money, um, anything that I, I, I had at the time um, because I didn't legally start working until I was 14. And when I turned 14, I knew I wanted to work so that I could start maxing out my retirement account. And so at the time, my company didn't have, um, I mean, I had a part-time job there, but they didn't, they didn't offer a 401K or a retirement plan for their employees. So I researched you know, how do I create my own? And I ended up calling around to some brokers. I started at Vanguard. I opened up on my own Roth IRA, and I've been maxing it out ever since I was 14. I think it's very important. We do have some callers, but I think it's very important before we go to the callers. We want to thank everybody for uh, just holding on here with us for a second. I want to go back, Ayanna, because I think it's very important. We have a lot of callers who are listening online and uh, also in the studio. 
Can you go back to the story and share uh, the time value of money example in your book? And also, before you do that, if you can, um, you did publish a book, if you can share with the audience uh, the name of the book, and you put this time value of money story in that book, I think it will be very valuable. We have a lot of parents and grandparents who are listening in, and young people too, but if you could share that story, then when people look at the time value of money chart, which most most adults, we see that chart when financial planners are talking to us about why you should start investing early. But if you can just walk through the three scenarios, I think a pitch is worth a thousand words, and we want to share with the listeners this picture so they can really understand. You have children. Invest in their retirement now. You don't have to wait. And this is what Ioni has demonstrated. So can you go back and share with everybody the title of your book and the story, uh, one of the stories you put in there about this time value money chart? Mm, Ioni, talking, we can't so- hear you. I'm sorry. You I went on mute. Sorry yeah. about that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so my book is actually called The Baby Billionaire's Guide to Investing. Uh, you can get it from my website, which is thebabybillionaire.com. Um, each order that you make, um, I actually personally sign the books to whoever you you want me to make it out to, and I mail it to you um, to, you know, personalize your educational, investment educational experience. Um, but, yes, yeah, so... The time value of money, and I'm actually going to see if I can pull it up because I didn't have it in front of me. Um, but anyway, the time. But why value are you doing that? Is to share the story, just the story. Thank you. Okay, so basically, in the time value of money um, chart. Well, the the story that I usually do in my in my in person presentations are um, are a little long, but the gist of it is that um, you have three people. Uh, the first one will name um, Billy at age fifteen. Actually, you have three people all the same age, but the first guy um, at fifteen you're usually a sophomore in college, and he saw this chart and said, hmm, I'm going to start now. So he got a part-time job at Wendy's. He was only making, a, you know, a couple of um, dollars a week, but he said, I'm going to make the sacrifice now to fund my retirement and max it out. And at the time, he did it, the, let's say the Roth IRA limit was $3,000. So that's how much he put in from age 15 to 19. By 19... He's already uh, finished his freshman year at university. Um, His friend, on the other hand, said, oh, I mean, investing is for old people. I don't have to do that. I'm going to wait until, you know, um, I get into college and I really get on my own. Then my first job um, while I'm in college, I'm going to use that money to invest. So his friend Susan started investing from 19 to 26. She went through undergrad. She then ended up getting a job, went back to school, finished grad school, and she was like, you know what, I'm about to get married. I'm 26. I can stop contributing to my uh, Roth IRA. So Billy put $3,000 in for the first five years, 15 to 19, um, that total is $15,000. Susan, she ended up putting $3,000 away for seven years, which ended up being $27,000 from 19 to 26. Their last friend was like, oh, I don't know anything about investing. It really doesn't matter. I'm going to wait until I get my very big, you know, high-paying job in order to start putting money away for the future. I'm too young to think about that right now. So when their third, when the third friend, Kim, 
started investing, she was actually 27 years old. She diligently put away $3,000 from age 27 to 65, and by the end, she ended up putting away $117,000, 117, yeah, $117,000. Um, so you have three different people that put in three different amount of money. Billy put in $15,000, um, but started at fifteen. Susan put in, I said twenty seven, but actually it's twenty four thousand and she did it between nineteen and twenty six. And Kim ended up investing a hundred and seventeen thousand dollars from twenty seven to sixty five. So the question is if they all got the same rate of return, which is ten percent, they reinvested their dividends and their earnings, they didn't take any money out, at 65, how much do they end up with? So many people will think that Kim, having put $117,000 in and had, you know, uh, invested for like almost 40 years, would end up with more money. But Kim actually ended up with $3.2 million dollars. Which is not bad. I mean, it's it's actually a really good um, nest egg to retire with, um, especially considering that she put the price of a house in her retirement account. I mean, $117,000, that's actually a lot of money. Um, But Billy actually is the one that ended up with the most money. He ended up with $1.6 million dollars. And he only invested 15000 So that was a clear indication that I didn't even need a lot of money. I just needed to start early. And that's what I've been doing since, um, since I was able to start working. Well, I think we I think we're at that point a lot of people are, are asking questions so again Iona is phenomenal that's phenomenal. We want to remind you if you'd like to ask a question just press 1 on your phone and we'll take your question. The first question um call it your last four digits of your number. Oh, she just Okay, she just moved. As I was calling her. Okay, so the next caller, the last four digits of your number is 4712. Uh, caller, we're opening your line. You had a question or comment, please? Hi, Miss Ann and Ione. This is Rose from Tampa. How are you guys? We're good. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Great. I have a question. I think I got a couple of friends on the line. And um, one of the questions when you were talking, Ione, was the fact, um, you know, giving those three, um, the three, the three people that invested at different times. Now, if you are just like a, just a, di- a, a direction in a way, but what would you do if you now, or just a, a way to start or. Where should you start if you, like, maybe in your 40s and now needing to save, you know, or what would be the best way to start if you're starting late? It's great that these people, you know, you know, these, they started like 15, 19, and 27, but how about if you're a little, if you're a bit older, what is the best way to just at least start saving? Thank you. It works the same way. Thank you for your question. I mean, it works the same way. Um, I would never say that anybody starting at 40 to compare yourself to somebody starting that started at 20. I would always say don't be the person that knew about it now at 40 and then waited until 50 because the principle still is the same. And um, the way people um, – are living now in terms of longevity, still have another 30 years in the horizon for your money to work for you. So really the point of the story is to start where you are. Um, waiting can be expensive. And I would say, like I, uh, I told somebody that called me earlier today, 
is to make sure you're aware of all the options that are available to you. Um, A lot of people now, because of what's going on in the market, are being bombarded with people and advertisements online saying, hey, you need to start investing now. And so they're opening up brokerage accounts and starting to invest, and I applaud that. But my number one, my first question is, are you even maxing out your retirement account? You know, that is something that's already available to you that you can um, be contributing to now. Uh, the second question is, what, what are your goals financially? That's how you create a, a saving and investing plan is to know what's important to you. Retiring early was important to me. Not working hard or long was important to me. And that's why I put in as much as I did when I did because I've always been not wanting to work, you know. So start where you are, start with what you have, um, and don't wait. Don't wait on your education and don't wait to get started. That's um, right. Thank you questions. so very much. Yes, thank you so much, uh, Rose. I want to remind everybody um, to press 1 on your phone if you wanted to ask a question, and we do have another caller. I want to remind everybody, you are listening to My Investing Story, and our guest presenter tonight sharing her story is Iona McNeil. And just for those of you that may have joined late, Iona started investing uh, at age seven uh, with a piggy bank, and then uh, by age 10, uh, and started investing in her stocks, and uh, by age 12, was uh, actually teaching classes to others on how to analyze stocks. And then by age 16, uh, she ranked number one in the United States out of 5,000 girls from an award um, from Guardian Girls Going Places for her business called uh, The Baby Billionaire, where she analyzes and and teach people how to to invest. All right, so we do have another caller. I want to just thank everybody for chiming in. Uh, Great story. Call the last four digits of your number. Is zero eight zero nine. Your line is open. Thank you for calling. Hi, this is Nicole from uh, Washington D.C. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes. For sound, like you might be on a speaker, so if you might pick up, it would be really better for the sound. Okay. Thank you. It's just a little better. I have to take off my Bluetooth. Much oh, better. much better. Thank you so much. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, thank you so much for the show today. I'm I'm so excited to speak with you. I have um, two young kids that I've been trying to get into investing, um, and I'm really not finding any genuine resources that are applicable to their ages. Um, I have a son who's six and a daughter who's ten. Do you have any recommendations in terms of resources or perhaps? Um, you know, programs that I can get them involved in to learn about investing? That's a really good question. Um, I actually don't, in terms of kid kid appropriateness and, um, for financial education, I, I don't have anything that comes to the top of my mind. Um, many years ago I did help Girls, Inc., which is a nonprofit, um, create uh, an investment curriculum. But I would actually just say, um, not to necessarily force them, but to have them learn with you. Um, so if you're reading my book, have them also read my book at the same time. And over dinner, you can discuss it, um, The Automatic Millionaire. I mean, there are things, and especially the, the one resource I would plug you into is betterinvesting.org. Um but it can be dense. It can be very um, um, adult-centered. Um, so I would just say that you may have to be the filter or, um, you know, just focus on you learning it yourself so that by the time that they're ready, you could, you know, help guide them in, in the right direction. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's it. I'd like to add, we have another caller, um, last four digits, 7458. Before I open it, I would like to also add to um, uh, the question 
as a parent, uh, what we did was with Ioni, we actually started her with the piggy bank. As simple as that sounds, it's very powerful for a child. We have a three-year-old granddaughter right now, and she has two piggy banks. And at three years old, she's learning the difference in the coins. Prior to us teaching her a penny, a dime, a quarter, and put it in the piggy bank, she had no that she had no relationship to the money. But then when she began to learn, this is at three. Now for Ioni, second grade, we got a piggy bank. We started taking her to the bank with the piggy bank. And years of going to the bank with the piggy the kids will learn the value of money when we demonstrate that saving. And then, as Ioni mentioned, later on we both began to learn the difference between saving and then investing. And so, like she's suggesting, Nicole, you definitely want to start now. I, I would not today, if I'm not mistaken, I think you're, your oldest may be about 12, something like that. Uh, she's 10 now. She'll be 11 this year. Okay, and, and we have yeah, started with, um, yes, we, we have started with the bank accounts. But I'm, I'm looking, I guess, more along the lines of um, like a curriculum, you know, to get a little bit more education. So I, I definitely would take that advice about better investing uh, and just going through sharing right. um, those resources. I, I will tell you, be very surprised, but thank you so very much for calling. Okay, the next uh, person uh, with your hand raised first, uh, coming back on, uh, your last four digits is 7458. Your um, your line is open. Hi, Ms. McNeil and Ms. Ioni. This is Shania Fair calling from Miami, Florida. Hey, Shania. Thank to... you. Hey. I just wanted to thank you, Ioni, for sharing that story. Um, it definitely puts it into perspective because I will have invested 15000 over the course of three years in a leased car that I have to return. So just imagining if that money could wow. have went to an investment, then I would have been investing in my future. But, you know, <laughs> lessons learned. But um, so my question is, a lot of us in a certain skit or range, we recently mm-hmm. got our refund check that's supposed to be for the mm-hmm. corona relief. So I have a question about where would you suggest we spend that money? Granted, a lot of people may be out of work, so that may go to bills, but for mm-hmm. those of us that are still working, where would you suggest we spend that or invest that money? Well, that's a that's a great question um, because, yes, if you need to spend it to live for the next two to three months, definitely do that. Um, however, if you are able to still work or you have enough cushion, I actually would say um, if you want to invest it, see if you can actually put that money in your retirement account, whether you have a traditional or Roth 401K Four, three, B, IRA, whatever. Um, what a lot of people don't know is today used to be tax day, but because of what's going on, I, I believe it got moved back to June fifteenth um, when your taxes are due. Um, but with that extension, you also have an extension of your two thousand nineteen retirement contributions. So if you have a, a let's say a Roth IRA you could actually make a, a 2019 contribution still now until that tax day arrives. Um, so if you haven't maxed out your, your your retirement account, I think that this extra money can be used toward that. But yet and still, uh, what I want people to know is that even though you put money into your retirement account, you still have to choose where it's going to be invested. So if it's going to be in stocks, if it's going to be in mutual funds, if it's going to be ETFs, um, don't just think that putting the money in that retirement account is going to make it grow. You still have to make one more decision after the money is in there, unless you set it up on automatic. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so very much, Janaya, for calling. Great question, great question. We do have another caller 
And call of the last four digits of your number is 8202. I just want to remind everybody that we are listening to a radio show entitled My Investing Story. And the purpose of creating this show really was to do exactly what we're doing right now, make investing information available and encourage all of us to consider becoming financially empowered by taking responsibility for our financial education. And that's what Better Investing is all about, helping all of us take responsibility for our financial education. So caller 8202, your line is open. Thank you. Um, this is Diane King in Jacksonville. Um, thank you very much for the show. And I want to make sure that the book is called, I have two quick questions. The book is called The Baby Billionaire, correct? I can go and find that online anywhere, correct? Did I get the name of the book correct? Yes. yes. Anywhere, okay. but of course I would like you to buy it from me. But anywhere, you well, I'm going to go to your anywhere. website. Okay, the, your yes. website. The baby, the baby billionaire. Yep. Okay, I'll do that. The, the baby billionaire. I got it right. Put the baby. Okay. Then my question is concerned. I went on and opened that chart up. You had us to go to the the time value of money. So I went online and opened that chart to look at this. And I was just trying to confirm what I'm looking at. It shows the dollars from zero to one thousand in the years of time. And then it gives us a percentage with the arrow, 2 3 5%, 7%. Try to make sure uh, that's just showing the so, growth. Is that what yeah, the arrow is I'm indicating? Gl- I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought it up. The, what you should be typing in is the time value of money, the automatic millionaire, because it's the, a specific oh, okay. chart that I mm-hmm, – the automatic millionaire. If you put that oh, all together, um, okay. then once you click go, you click then on images right next to next, and that first image that's going to come up is the one that I'm referring to. Now, if you just type it in, time value of money, a lot of different time value of money charts are going to come up to convey okay. essentially the same one, but that's the one specifically I was speaking to. Okay, the time value of money, the automated billionaire. Uh, the automatic. Automatic, automatic excuse me. With an M, automatic millionaire. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Well, thank you. I'll let the next caller come on. I know what time is of the essence. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank, thank you. you for excellent. calling the question. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, excellent, excellent question, too. Okay, caller, um, we have another caller that's in queue. And, again, the questions are great. I want to just thank everybody. The last four digits of your number is 4607. Caller, your line is open. Hello, <clears throat> hello. I am. This is Peaches from Chicago, Illinois. How are hey, you, my darling? Hey, Peaches. I'm good. <laughs> We're gonna have to have you on this call because you've been a better investing member for a long time. <laughs> yes, I have. And I want you to know that I have quite a few people that are listening to you. Uh, I'm sure or hope that uh, Father Mike is on because I have discussed. You with him, of course, when we came back from the um, conference, and I have a few other ladies from our church who are on, Lauren and Galinda, and, of course, Babette. You know Babs. So I just want to tell you that I am so proud of you, and I do hope that we will, when you come into Chicago, we can set something up as we discussed, uh, Father Mike to have you at our church because you are such a valuable person, and I think we will get so much from you. You are, you know, I love you. Okay. Yes. Thank and you so much. I just want to, I just want, okay, I just wanted to tell you that, and I hope to talk to you real soon. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Thank you so very much uh, for calling, Peaches. All right, so the next person uh, that we have in queue, uh, the last four digits of your number is 7688, 7688, and your, um, your line is open. Thank you for calling. Hello, this is Hello, can you hear me Hi. now? Hi, how are you? Yes. Um, I just first of all want to say I'm how proud I am of you. Um, I'm, I'm really proud to hear your story. And um, now that I hear it, a lot of things make sense to me. But I do have this question. How do you handle 
um, the desire to invest and trying to invest as well as paying off or getting out of debt. In Mm. addition to trying to um, build a business from the ground up. When you have those three areas working working with you at the same time, because that's kind of the situation I find myself in. Appreciate that question. The first thing that came to mind is a lady named Susie Orman, uh, S-U-Z-E-O-R-M-A-N, Susie Orman, I think her name is. Um, But definitely check out her work. She talks a lot in videos, interviews, um, podcasts. She talks a lot about um, investing versus paying off debt. And one of the quickest things I'm going to say to you is, you have to look at um, which one is going to cost you money, the more money now. And um, by usually depending on the type of debt you have, um, you can put it in different categories. Credit cards usually need to be the first to go. Um, student loan, mortgages, um, car loan, those things are usually navigated. So it's best to see how much interest you're being charged by having debt versus how much you could be making. But in general terms, it's, it's, good, to, it's good if you can do both, um, and especially if you're building business, you're going to have that third bucket you need to put your money into. Um, I would say see what you think is a priority for you now. Focus on that. Give it all you got. Um, but know that you have these peripheral um, obligations or things you should be taking um, into consideration, too. All right. I want to thank the caller um, for calling in. Great, great, great question. And we're going to remind everybody that we are listening to My Investing Story, and every week uh, we plan to come on and have someone to share. Iona's done a phenomenal job, and we probably should have her come back again. What does everybody think about that, Just Give me a snap or clap or uh, tell us on the Facebook page, <laughs> on our Facebook page. We also want to encourage you, please go to betterinvesting.org and get more information about how you can invest. And if you have another question, just press 1. If you've not already asked a question, we're going to prepare to wrap up. We do have a couple more callers. Wow. Okay. Wait, the last before before, we, take, the number. before, before before we take one, I do have something to say to the guy just now. My brother texted me, um, big up to Morgan, and he said one of the plans um, um, that he could do is something that my brother does, which is, number one, save one month of work, save one month worth of expenses. Number two, contribute to your 401K. Number three, aggressively pay off all debt. Um, number four, save full um, emergency funds three to six months. Um, number five, invest in retirement accounts and max it out. And then number six, of course, which is invest more. So I just wanted to say that before we go to the next caller. Okay, well, since you said that, let me come from a perspective of need more, don't have any money. All right, because I can relate to this young man, uh, matured man, uh, sir. I've been there and um, having whole payroll and couldn't couldn't make it and praying to God every week uh, that those checks were clear and borrowing from Peter to pay Paul, I would tell you what I did do in the middle of all of that. I think all the suggestions are great. And as I only know, I took $20. $20 that oftentimes some of you on this line, I ask you for $20 because I was so poor and so broke. I took $20, I tithed, and I saved. And I would ask people, in my hardest times, for $20. And I invested $20. And so um, investment education is the key. It's not what you have, it's what you do with what you have. And like we hear and talk about tithing 10%, you're worthy of 10% yourself. $10 a week, put it in an envelope every week, $10. At the end of the month, you got 40 but so this is not my show. This is Ioni's show. I, show. I want to just encourage everybody, no matter where you are or whatever state in life you are in, you can save and you can invest. 
And so just want to thank you, Ioni. Um, we do want to take a couple more questions before we wrap up. We've extended the time three times. All right, so Carly, your last four digits of your number is 0223. Your line is open. Hello, this is Naima calling from Atlanta. Hi. Hi, I just want to say hello, Ms. Ann. I want to say hello to Ioni. I want to thank you guys for being here and giving us all this good information. I just wanted to say hello. Thank you. No question. Aw, thank you. Okay, thank you. Love you. All right, so the next thing. All right, next caller we have in queue, the last four digits of your number is 9738. 9738. Good evening. Hello? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Can you hear me? Sounding like Uncle Ray. I apologize. Yes, it is. And I just wanted to thank you for taking the guessing out of financial longevity for a lot of us. And uh, to answer your question, Ms. McNeil, bring her back. And I'm definitely going to have her when we get out of this. We can't gather to come to our fraternity meetings and share that information with us. Uh, again, I thank you all very much for, for allowing us to come on and get this great information for free. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so very much. And thank you so much for calling us. I'm sorry. And I'm walking, so I may sound a little out of breath, so. But keep walking. Just be safe, sir, please. Thank you. All right. So next caller, uh, the last four digits of your number is 6481. Uh, 6481. Caller, your line is open. All right. Now, you know what? This is a question, and I'm not sure Ioni's going to be asked. This is Sharon Jackson. Oh, we know that well. Thank you. Hello, listen, so a lot of the people that I talk to about investing or starting to invest are not 25, not 35, not 45, but in fact, they're closer to 60 and over, but still have a sense of the need to invest. Because how many people have we known have gotten, have retired, their, their money is less, but they still have a need for money. And so the question becomes, how do you invest? What is the strategy? I heard about the, you know, the timeline. Well, you know what? Our timeline is not that long. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the strategy Mm -hmm. for investing, once you hit 55, once you hit 60, it changes everything. And so that's what I, if you, if you can, you're so young, I'm not even sure you understand the concept, but it's real. You it know is. what I mean, I do, I do. And that's why we um, lead everybody to better investing because the, I would say the mean age of, of better investing members are easily uh, 75, 80 years old. And so I'm very quick to say when I don't have the answer to something, um, but I'm also quick to recommend better investing. And I also have a grandmother that's 92 and outliving her annuity as we speak. Uh, and they're like, you can't even renew this anymore because you were supposed to basically uh, then stop being paid for. So, yeah, situations are real. Um, but I am aware that, even though you are, again, even if you are 65, you still could have another 20 years on your horizon. You know, you, you never know. But um, when you do get older, your investment strategy does change. Um, and with different sources of income and trying to take into account everything that um, that is affecting you and how you make your decisions with Social Security and required minimum distribution and and, and and if you have a pension, all of those things are um, you have to consider. But even in that case, you should still be growing what you have, a portion of what you have, so that your money can outlast you. All right. Thank you so very much, uh, Ms. Jackson, for that question. I think we have one other call. Oh, 
Because somebody else is queued up. Okay. Caller, uh, the next person, the last four digits of your number is 1319. And your um, your line is open, and the next caller after that is 6145. Caller, your line is open, 1319. Okay. Hello. If you're talking, you might be on mute. You might be on mute, ma'am. 1319, the last four digits. Good afternoon, okay. everyone, or good evening. Hey. Hey, Ione, you invited me to this call. Yes. Hello, can you all hear me? I'm not sure if you all can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, perfect. Hey, Ione, how are you? I'm doing well. Good. I'm just so glad to uh, be able to join tonight and um, hear, the, hear what's going on. I am uh, somebody that's been with you since you started at 11. I think I was at the little the conference um, when you started your investigative about the take it. Um, but this has been a very enlightening um, uh, show. And I wanted to just piggyback off of the comment that was made by um, uh, Sharon Jackson. And I wanted to ask Ms. Ann, if she would be so kind as to share what really changed. I know I heard a story from my own that's something that really changed her life when she saw some a value line or something that she was looking at um, uh, that helped her to say, oh, that's what I want to do because I really don't want to work hard. Well, something Miss Ann said to me that I will never forget, and she said that, you know, I went to a um, meeting and I saw on the DS about between the ladies that were on that DS that it was at a meeting, and all of those ladies that were on that DS were about in there. All of them were 80 plus. The majority of them were 95, I mean, not 95, but maybe 90, 85, 87. And she was saying, you know what, I need to plan to be here a lot longer. And that's when Ann started being a little bit more aggressive um, in her finances as it relates to um, where she was in her age at that time, and what she saw in that deal. So, and I really would like you to share with our audience, so those who are a little older are not afraid to start now so that they understand what I only was saying earlier, that you it doesn't matter when you start. The principles are the same. But I really would like you to share that story because it definitely meant a lot to me, and I never, ever forgot it. Um, so if she would take a moment to share so it would give some encouragement to those listeners that may be 65, and some of them may even be 70 already, and just saying it's too late for me, I'll just help my grandson. Well, if you're helping your grandson, help your grandson. If you put 10 for him, put 10 for yourself as well. And I'll stop talking now and get off the phone. And thanks, Ione, for inviting me to the call. You're so welcome. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so very much for that question, but I do have to yield uh, because we have extended the call four times. But I will say this about that. Start Late, Finish Rich is another book by David Bonk. And uh, uh, Start Late, Finish Rich. Start Late, Finish Rich. Ioni mentioned another one of his books entitled The Automatic Millionaire. And so to start the reading is very important in terms of investment education and financial empowerment. The story that Nefreda is talking about, I'll have to come back, Nefreda, if you don't mind, and, and uh, share that story when I'm being interviewed. But long story short, uh, that investing, like you've heard, you have individuals like the ladies that Nefreda is talking about who have invested $20 a month. Can we write that down? $20 a month, maybe 25 a month, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years compounded in an investment club. We haven't even talked about investment clubs and the power of a club. So, again, like I want to keep referring back to better investing. It is the best kept secret, I believe, in, in the U.S. when it comes to volunteers. We're not selling anything. We sell nothing. I only volunteer for time, no charge. I volunteer my time, no charge. We meet 
all across the United States. You go to Bed and Besting, put your zip code in, it will tell you where it's the closest meeting to you, no matter where you are in the United States. We do have another caller. Thank you so much, Nefreda, for that question. Uh, we do have another caller. Uh, the last four digits of your number is 6145, and your line is open. Good evening, Madam Master Builder McNeil, and to the baby billionaire McNeil. Uh, this is Thomas hey. Williams calling in to say I've really enjoyed the conversation this evening. Hello, Ione. Thank you for inviting me to the call as well. I just wanted to share a couple of resources for the caller from D.C. who has the 6-year-old and the 10-year-old. She was asking about resources for younger children. Is it okay if I just give a couple of websites that yes, you might want to take a look absolutely, at? Absolutely, Okay. There's a woman yes, called please. Nancy Phillips. Her website is thewellaway.com. It's T H E W E L A W A Y dot com. T H E W A Y dot com. Um, I think she'll find quite a few resources there for younger children that could be helpful. The second person, her name is Beth Koblener. This is one that's a little bit more difficult. Uh, her website is B as in boy, E-T-H-K-O-B as in boy, L-I-N-E-R.com. Again, that's Beth, B-E-T-H-K-O-B as in boy, L-I-N-E-R.com. I think you'll find some great resources there for younger children as well. Thank you. Thank you so much, Thomasina. We wow. appreciate you sharing that. You're quite welcome. Absolutely. Thank you. And uh, I'm going to have to take this last caller, and we're going to wrap up the show. We want to end, encourage everybody, please consider joining us again next week when we come on. Um, caller, your um, last four digits for your number it is 668. Uh, your uh, let's see here. Your line is open six six eight eight, and we'll take this as our last caller. Thank you. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, Miss Ioni and Miss McNeil. Well, Miss McNeil and Miss McNeil. This is Laverne. Um, and thanks, Mr. Messina, for that information. I really um, have to write that down for my son. Um, I have a question, um, Ioni. I don't know if you mentioned this already because I started off um, the call late. I called in late to the show. Um, so with all the folks that might be getting their stimulus checks, right, and or just coming into some money, being that, you know, this is, I guess, a hot time to buy stocks, what have you been buying up? Like what are some good stocks that you – believe that outside of this time, this period, was out of our reach, and which ones would you recommend if you had to give five hot stocks right now? Well, this is a really good question. Um, Miss Ann McNeil is like, we do not give stock tips on this show, so I'm going to kind of respect what she always preaches. Um, But what I will say is, um, better investing every April issue, which is already out. Their April issue lists the top 100 to actually 200 um, investment stocks that Better Investing Club own uh, investment club clubs own. Um, so I've actually, during this market downturn, have been going through that list of 200 stocks to see. Uh, what are some diamonds in the rough? Um, I would say, honestly, take a look at the industries that are being hit the hardest right now, um, airline industry, um, the cruise industry, um, and then also some healthcare. just industries that you know are already being hit. Um, you'll be able to find some really great quality companies at a discounted price. I think, for uh, the next couple months until um, we get through this. Thank you. 
You're welcome. All right. All right. Just want to thank everybody that has called in. And, again, you have been listening to my investing story. It has been a, been a phenomenal, phenomenal show. And you've been listening to Ione McNeil, the baby billionaire, about her investing story. Uh, please join us next week. We have a special guest coming on next week, and you'll have to chime in to hear her. Actually, she is on the line listening in, and I can see her smiling face. Uh, No pun intended, but she has a phenomenal story also. And please consider going back and um, listening to the previous shows we've had. Just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash masterminders. And also, please join us by joining the Bed Investing Southeast Florida Facebook group. And we post a lot of information about investing there. And Ione has done some tutorials. All of those videos and Zoom recordings are also there. Again, my name is Ann McNeil, and I am the master builder, helping you to build a stronger and better life. And tonight, I'm honored to be the mom uh, for Danelle McNeil, thank you for joining us, Danelle, and Danelle McNeil, Danelle McNeil and Iona McNeil, and, and the Grandma Tron for Malachi Monroe and Roger Neal Tate. So thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we'll give Ione the last words. Ione, if you want to just wrap it up, if you have any last words. Yes, I just want to say thank you to my mother for hosting this. Thank you to all of my friends and family that um, got my text and have been telling other people and joined. I really appreciate the love. And as you all know, um, we do this because we care. So please share this link still with other people. This um, interview is recorded, so the link that you already have, people that had to work, missed it, whatever the reason, they could still um, listen in. And um, we want to see everybody prosper. So thank you again um, for calling in and sharing the love. We both really appreciate it. I really, genuinely, truly appreciate it. And um, and everybody have a great night. Thank you. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.